You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Boardwalk Empire After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Boardwalk Empire After Show. Okay, Bing is for doing, and we are so happy and yet so sad to be doing the season finale of Boardwalk Empire Season 3, Episode 12. Margate Sands. I don't know what that means. But my God, who cares? It was an amazing episode. (laughs) I believe Margate Sands, that's where... um, Chip died? No, they were going there. or They mentioned it throughout the episode a couple times. Now now I got to look it up. Yeah. Oh, darn. All right, fans, come save us. I'm Kevin Undergaro. I'm here next to me with... Bethany Jaber. How are you doing? Who's across from us? Ebony K. Williams. And Woo-hoo. Kristen Carney. Woo-hoo. Yes, we're full power with our own Marissa in the booth. And, mm-hmm. you know, we uh, we always break down the show into different subjects. And tonight, we're actually going to go chronologically because I think that's just the best way to do the show justice. A uh, couple opening thoughts from our super fan, Mike August. Ah. And he said... It was interesting when Jip said to Jillian, I'm going to treat you like a queen. He feels that's another reference to the boardwalk chessboard. Mm-hmm. And Harrow was the other knight as he expected. Mm-hmm. And it was fitting mm-hmm. that Jillian was in black lingerie and she's a black widow type. And of course, there was more mm-hmm. talk of horses in the lack. Alas, Nucky calls checkmate to a fallen Jip. So just kind of interesting. And I know this. Well of course, done, Michael. Yes, yes. No. And my goodness. Excellent, and he totally Michael. saved us uh, all season. And uh, we look forward to him next year. And I do have some catches of the week. Great ones from him. Mm-hmm. I have some great fan mail later on. Uh, a pretty good portion for from Jason with his blog. But anyway, let's start with tonight's episode, which I, I just we cheered. We screamed. It was it was amazing. It was it was almost the the opening of this felt to me like the opening of a Broadway musical. They had that drum solo in the back, and it, it, there, it was it was reminiscent of cabaret music. And then the series of of, of just in the beginning, the silhouettes of, of the men falling to the gunfire. We just knew it was gonna it was gonna be a crazy episode right from the beginning. Yeah, and then and then and series to different cuts of, of more be- of like all of this happening, and then it ends with applause and laughter. With the the mayor of the town saying I'm in charge, yeah, yeah. But it was exa- it really felt like a musical opening number, didn't and, it? And you notice the war was back and forth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't. I was glad because at first I thought, oh my goodness, it's just going to be Capone kicking ass, and the war will be won at the beginning, and then the rest of the episode will be anticlimactic. I'm like, oh no, don't mm-hmm. do that. But it was it was a great back and forth. And also, there I want to give, just give a shout out to uh, Terrence Winter who co-wrote it. And of mm-hmm. course, you know, my favorite TV director, Tim Van Patten. Yeah. So I knew we were in for mm-hmm. something really special tonight. So beginning with this, I'm, that's great that you even picked up that it ended with the laughter. I didn't even, I didn't even pick that up. But we get to see Nucky Capone and Chalky mm-hmm. all working together in the yes. lumberyard. Yes. And we see the trouble. That, <sighs> Bit that, of a power struggle, right? Yes. Yeah. For sure. Um, I, I think, you know, Nucky, we've talked about how great he is at kind of wearing all these hats and, and balancing all these powerful egos. Um, Capone, not so much, you know. So it was it was very interesting to kind of see. By the middle of the episode, we saw them kind of get some balance there. But it was a rough, rough start for sure. I'm so glad, though, that Capone got to see Chalky and no Chalky because this whole time Chalky's been there and Capone hasn't known of chalky and so I like that those two powers although you know they can bash heads a little bit can come to a a little bit of an understanding by the end Um, I just find the two of them together uh, 
insanely great characters, but together, just seeing them together made me happy. I I wonder what that's like for the writers, because you're writing these characters in different cities this whole entire time, and you finally get all three of them in the same room. You must be, like, fighting over the script. I would think so. I don't think there's anything (laughs) more fun than to take take historical characters. Like, I don't know if you guys saw The Girl on HBO. Um, You know, it was about Hitchcock and Tippi Hedren. Mm -hmm. But when you get to play with these real-life characters, and this show, it's more fun because you have creative license to take these real characters and and then put them with ones that are that are real but then we know we like with Nucky we Mm -hmm. we we were able to play around with a little bit but I loved I I love seeing the exchange between Capone and and Chalky and you see Capone is not very tolerant of what of what's going on you see he's still a Mm -hmm. pig head you see he's still he's still the Muppet Muppet baby he's a Muppet baby he's not fully he's not fully grown and and you could see there were moments he was learning Sure. It seemed when 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 Nucky was speaking, he was mm-hmm. like, "Hmm, oh, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, maybe I am." That's how you which do is that. good though. Yeah. It shows that he can listen and that he's not as hot headed as Jip, who wouldn't have listened. Right. You know, he right. can take that in, and that's why he goes places in his life. And it can't. You're right. It cannot be coincidence that he would he would rise to power and become the most notorious crime figure um, in in the 20th century. So, interesting enough, you know, we have that going on, but then we also see a nice uh, brother moment between Eli and Nucky as they're fixing the car and what a beautiful arc because mm-hmm. we began the what the I guess this is the third season yes now with them so far apart with with Eli leaving jail and coming home and his brother not even talking to them to him and now they're 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 two guys fixing a car and that never felt right you know, you can feel really settled seeing them together. Mm-hmm. It works. It feels right. It does. Yes, they're supposed to be together. It feels right, but I like that they didn't take us there in the beginning of the season. I agree. I love that they n- let that naturally kind of progress. Mm-hmm. And Eli kind of graveled at the beginning and, you know, had to really earn his the trust back. Because I was, you know, I, I was really not happy with Eli Thompson. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't. Um, I, yeah. But but I, I feel really good about it now. Because it, mm-hmm. was, it was real. He earned it. And he deserves to sit sit beside his brother now. And, this, and then they're even razzing each other. Like, yeah, you sold me that car. And it was junk. <laughs> and it was back and forth but then he said um got you guys lost yeah yeah but it got us where we needed to be right Mm -hmm. it was just it was nice it was there was just a great subtext to the scene of you know two brothers finding some common ground and you know i thought we were going to take a step backwards when he said you're never going to be sheriff again you know and eli reacted said don't you know you know you have to rub it in he said no that's not what i mean what i mean is i'm i'm finished i won't have the power to make you sheriff and Mm -hmm. so he says you know you'll figure it out you always do you're the one with all the angles angles. yeah and then you see like the light bulb moment in nucky's face kind of and and you know he gets that he has the power that Mm -hmm. that he always has you know i loved it i i really enjoyed seeing it uh you know over across town at the artemis club uh, Jillian, Tommy, and Jip. We see Jillian. Tommy's in a teepee, and uh, you know, I'm sure you know, being an Indian on the Indian side of things, um, it's probably not mm-hmm. lost. And I know back in the day, it was all about cowboys and Indians, but I'm sure there's a little bit more meaning there. And and that's where Mar- Margaret wanted to go with Owen. They said we'll go with the, with the Indians. We'll go with the Indians, yeah. right? Aww. Great, thank you for saying that. that I, I don't, I didn't remember that. So, and she goes with her ham sandwich and milk. You know what was and so Oreos. funny? No, and Oreos, you know, right. You know what was really funny, though, when I saw that? I thought, for whatever reason, she was bringing that to Jip, because I thought that I could do. totally be I what did. Jip yeah, would like I to eat. Too. And when she said deer, you know, I'm like, oh, I guess that's her boo You know, now. because yeah. she was coming in with a tray, she was serving someone. I thought it was going to be Jip, mm-hmm. and because Jip and you saw is a such a low giant, level of... And you saw a big, giant desk there, too. Empty, of course, but I agree. Right, when, you know, she said ham sandwich, dill pickle. It seemed like something because when we saw him eating with his family, what were they eating? Nothing great. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was and definitely ham is for a pig. Jip. Right. Yeah. We saw the pig's head. You're right. Mm. Yeah. And a but, pickle. It seems very mm-hmm. childish. You know, it seemed fitting for. It Jip. probably was foreshadowing for what she was going to offer. You know, she offered something to Tommy and failed, and then she later is going to offer something to Jip and once again fail. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's symmetry in that. But it was great. The kid did a great job acting. You know, his body awesome. language just get away from me. He totally read it. Um, and we'll get into later what ends up happening. But And such a smart kid to sense her, to sense her vibe, what she's bringing, what, you know, she's not good for him. 
Tommy knows that his grandmother isn't really good for him. Well, kids, he can you, see that. Kids can all, it. you know, a lot of kids have that sense. It breaks my heart a little bit. I love Jillian on the show. I do. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. No, there, the there are so face. many reasons to <laughs> hate her. I, I know. know, but I, she. I mean, she puts all so much effort into this relationship with Tommy that it, it breaks my heart for, for her to be rejected by him. I loved it. Yeah. That's so funny. You took the words mm-hmm. out of my mouth, except the opposite. I loved <laughs> her being rejected because, yeah. you know, we never really saw Jimmy do that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he, he kind of uh, coaxed and, and appeased her even when he it was would, wrong. Right. He would get away, but then he would get sucked back in. Always go right back. Right. And so I love that, you know, it took little I, Tommy to, you know, stand his ground and be like, mm-hmm. girl, no. I said, no, you're not coming in. Yeah, yeah I, I liked it, too. I felt like this, I, I, a big capital as I wrote comeuppance, like she got her comeuppance this yeah. episode. And But I also love that she didn't push her way in for the first time. Right. She t- she she knew what Tommy wanted and she listened to it. And, for, and I feel out. like that's the first time she's ever done that. I don't think you guys, I, the, the next step would be to just poison them. I mean, mm-hmm. what else could she do? Yeah. What else could she do? So she said, well, maybe it's getting him out of here. Maybe he's just freaked out. You know, you always blame other people. So, okay, yeah. so it's got to be all the guns and all these crazy guys here. That's that's, what's, true. that's our disconnect. Mm-hmm. So then she goes to Jillian, to, excuse me, to Jip mm-hmm. and tries to make a deal with him. And he's like, no, that's not going to do. I'm not going to let you go. And, and I wouldn't let her go either because he, he knows he can't trust mm-hmm. her. And he knows she could easily, to get her club back, go sell him out to Nucky. So he says, you have to stay. And then kind of this cat and mouse little sex game. <laughs> goes on between the two of them. Yeah, and she didn't take her... I don't think she was as... You know, we saw her success at killing um, Jimmy's lookalike. Right. And she was really slow and really methodical. And she didn't take the time to be as methodical. I Obviously, she grabbed the needle very slowly. But she didn't she put as much... She was pretty good, though. I mean, she But in terms it. of the planning, it seems like... She, I think she should have slept with him first and gotten gotten him really vulnerable. I thought she jumped in a little quickly. She stung a little quickly. It wasn't the right time to go in for the prey. Maybe, and I, I think, yeah. I mean, could be. I, I was impressed that she was able to that that conversation just teetered on him snapping her neck. I mean, this is a guy that you you look at him the wrong way as you're holding your dog, he kills you. Yeah. So for her to have done as well, gotten as far as she did. I thought was amazing. Mm. So I don't take it that she didn't plan it out. It's just that this guy wasn't some schmuck like yeah, that saw, like that yeah. Jimmy look like yeah, was, was, was just a buffoon. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, it's just a he was just a one night stand that oh you know, oh, look at me, I'm, I'm I got this dame and I'm gonna make some money off her. No, no, no. This is Chip Rossetti. You know, he's a major foe. He's done a lot of damage to the town, so of course he's gonna pick up and he said, I knew you know, I was hoping but I knew, you know, he kind of knew that he wasn't going to be able to trust yeah. her. And um, and she got hers, you know. I hope she's still alive. Well, we'll, she is. Well, we'll talk okay. about we'll talk about it as we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> You're like, it's later. okay. Later, but, but anyway, if you have something to say, say. I was just going to say, I said a couple episodes ago that I don't like Jillian, but I didn't mean that. Like, I don't like her character. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do like yeah. watching her. I think she, the way they've written her is beautiful. I think she's got so many right. uh, crazy... Mm-hmm little things that drive drive me to you know places that move me so mm-hmm. i do like her and i just wanted to say it because i remember saying it a couple weeks ago that i don't like her i do like her it's just her i know, no no i know what you're saying like as a, as a villain right. right no no you're you're drinking the kool-aid you're totally into the show mm-hmm. i think right. the only not to call you out bethany i think <laughs> the only person who has a problem with you have a problem with margaret right a little bit i do I do have but a, a different kind of problem, meaning like with the writing and the inconsistency of the character. You've had that problem. Yeah, I have. I, I because they, her her strengths and weaknesses are so polarized at times. She, I know, she, but I buy. And, I, I so I, buy I, yeah, that. And, I buy and, that because she's not a black widow. She's not. She's she's yeah. really struggling to find her way, and she's and I can see her back and forth, I, getting sucked in with the money and the lifestyle, mm-hmm. then getting sucked into protecting her kids, and then getting sucked in to the money and lifestyle to protect her kids. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I, bu- no, I buy I, it. And, and I, I, I buy it. I think it's just it's just like subjectivity at this point. Right. Like, I, I I have more fun watching Jillian for some reason. She's I, more I think, fun. Yeah, it's just... That's yeah, okay. That's fun. It's just, I, maybe it's just an fun. entertainment factor yes, for me. Yes. She's but dynamic. She's yeah. much more dynamic. I get what you're saying, though, mm-hmm. Kristen. Like, I knew you... you I think our fans know too we love the the show, the show so well written but i i do i want to strangle jillian you know she's so vilified i'm so happy she got her, her yeah absolutely mm-hmm. um and it, the 
interaction between Masseria and Jip. Yeah. I thought was fascinating because his Jip's body language with Masseria had changed. Oh yeah. He sat behind mm-hmm. the desk. It's it, you know what it was like to me. It was like when a cat looks really aggressive toward a really big dog. It's like, no, 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 no. You know, that's just the way I saw Jip. Jip was like the cat who actually is a lot weaker than the... I sometimes do really weird analogies. No, it's okay. No, we're, okay. we're following you. We, we yeah. are following But you. when you see, you know, a cat standing up to a really big dog, you're like, who are you? You're just a little cat, and they don't realize it. And that's what Jip was to me. He was the cat who doesn't know who he's really standing up to, and he was too cocky for his own good. So cocky, mm-hmm. and in the past, he hasn't been. He's been so fearful of Masseria. But he was... Got way too ahead of himself. Mm-hmm. And you know when when Masseria reset the clock. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what time? He yeah. literally said, you know what time it is. Yeah. I mean, I think we all know what that means. Yeah, right? Yeah. That could have worked in a show written today. Today. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's a term we, like, we you use. Know like, you know what time it is. You know what time it is. Right. You know? mm-hmm. And all you needed was him to reset the clock. You didn't even need him to say the line because mm-hmm. you just knew it was, no, no, I'm in control here. Yeah. I, I'm making the moves and I say who lives or dies, not you. But at least it, we got the math down. He had nine of his own people. Right. And 31, you know, Masseria had 31 of them, yeah. but I, I just couldn't believe how cocky Jip was. But that's Jip's fatal flaw, like, all season long, right? Just an absolute lack of self-awareness. And yes. that's a delicate line, because when you're someone like Jip comes from nothing, you do have to have an almost inflated sense of self, because no mm-hmm. one else is going to make you feel good about you. yourself, exactly. right? right? So that's good, but at some point... You got to be able to self-evaluate, and Jip was just never really able to do that. So no. many people can't. Mm-hmm. You always need someone. I always feel too. You need somebody to do it for you. To keep yeah. you grounded. Yes. Mm-hmm. To say, uh-uh. Doesn't Corolla always talk about that? Kristen, you're a huge Corolla fan, but you have to have yeah. like you know he has his friends from home because they mm-hmm. tell it like it is. But I I actually see it a lot with a lot of careers in Hollywood too. <laughs> is I can see when they're not they don't have somebody to say to them. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Stop. You're going too far right now. I've. I've heard it put this way, and, and maybe you think this is true. I've heard it from, from different assistants to stars, that when you reach a certain amount of fame, you stop emotionally growing. Like, that's like if it happens to you at 16, you're, you're emotionally 16. If it happens to you at 24, you're, you're about 24. I'm going to be about 85. Okay. <laughs> stop. <laughs> but um, because what happens is you're like... Uh, hey guys, let's go to the top of the Empire State Building and drink apple juice. And everybody around yeah, you is goes. like, "Yeah, that's a great right. idea. Let's go do that." Right. And with and to bring it back to the show, mm-hmm. with with Jip's case, you know, if you don't go drink the apple mm-hmm. juice, you're gonna get your head blown off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, really, yeah. right? And so you see that he's not learning or growing in any way, shape, form. Which which look at the difference between other. Characters, characters. Like, even like Capone, or like, mm-hmm. well, you know, it's hard with Al Capone. But yeah, but we are seeing Al Capone learn. Like we yeah. saw him, like learn, his wheels were spinning tonight as Nucky was talking. Mm-hmm. And even like what I loved about The Sopranos, like Tony Soprano, you could see him mm-hmm. learning and figuring things out. That's why he was in therapy. But mm-hmm. um, even Nucky, though, too, right? Absolutely, like, yes. Nucky, even the most. Yes, I mean, totally seeing what his limitations were this season, but also being smart enough to realize who he can reach out to and develop a new coalition and make those adjustments. Yes, make mm-hmm. the adjustments, and and, yes. and you know it also takes humility too. And this character doesn't, but again, I felt totally realistic because I I think I've met some of these like totally narcissistic crazy violent you know psychos that you just okay <laughs> whatever you want <laughs> sure just appease them you know before we get into like the fun stuff mm-hmm. okay let's talk about lucky meyer uh Masarino, rothstein and doyle that okay. whole yes. thing that goes down so we see lucky's getting beat up by the cops and again i'm happy because he mm-hmm. yeah he had, he had it coming <laughs> he did he, he yeah. was he's been difficult this yes. season and they tell the him least. why don't you you know give us something and you know Maybe we'll we'll play a little ball with you, and sure enough, he cuts a deal with them. Mm-hmm. And Maya's like, "Oh my God, we just lost a hundred grand!" And blah blah blah. And they walk into the room, and sure enough, there's Masseria, there's the heroine, and Rothstein, who has commandeered it, co- did the whole deal mm-hmm. and reveals that the police were actually working for him. Mm-hmm. A little bit quick legal analysis. It was a terrible deal anyway for Lucky to take because he says, what do I get out of it? And they say, well, in this case, you should be happy just to not lose. 
Mm-hmm. Don't ever do yeah. that. Don't ever take yeah. a plea deal like that's that. That's my attorney. Yeah, my attorney. I mean, it does. seriously, exactly like you should. Ne- you always have a way to win with the cops. Always. Oh, Ebony's my consigliere. <laughs> I love it. That's why <laughs> I'm a gangster. It's true. It's true. And don't that's ever let them take that power from you. So lucky lost before you even started. Okay, so you hear everyone. That's my attorney speaking. So yeah. don't leave me alone. <laughs> You protect Phil too, so right? Badass. Oh yeah, Phil's a retainer. He's cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, so so anyway, so he, Rothstein just, ugh. I I love him as an actor, but he, I, I'm enough with him, you know, enough with his triple double dealing and enough with and, his his, his lack quiet, of emotion, right? And, this quiet demeanor. He doesn't ever get in an uproar. He's always so controlled. He's at extreme, as I said. I think yeah. Nucky is in the middle. He's one extreme, and and then you know the the and Jip is the other. Or even now, now Jip's gone, so it'll be Capone. But he he makes this amazing deal for himself, and in the meantime, Doyle calls Nucky and says, "Hey, <laughs> you know, Mellon really set us up. We're this this we could become the biggest bootleggers in the whole country mm-hmm. if we take this over." and it was a faux pas because I couldn't believe Nucky revealed to him where he was. St- he revealed a lot of information to Doyle. And Doyle, living up to what we all knew he would be, calls Rothstein and cuts a deal mm-hmm. and and says, yeah, okay, uh, you can run the plant. I'll give you all this great information. But if I was Nucky, I would have given Doyle the information too because I wouldn't have thought he was smart enough to go make an, a deal. I wouldn't have foreseen uh, that. I would never give out info because well, he's not that smart. He's just a weasel. Mm-hmm. He's no, he's a, a weasel, weasel, but he's not a smart weasel. He he's doesn't not, have the but brain. But he's not stupid, though. He's not stupid. He's not stupid. He's he's just a. Well, we- and and he way, was pretty stupid in stu- the decision he made, though, with the men a couple episodes ago when he took them through. I think that was just arrogance yeah. too. But I I. I I don't know if I've known many stupid weasels. I think the whole term weasel is everyone who's just kind of shrewd. Cunning. Yeah. Right. It's a yeah. cunningness but, to it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you have a, a point in the sense that because of his his intellect and appearance, um, people underestimate him. Exactly. Mm. There, I mean, that's what's. That, I think that's what's kept him alive this entire time. Is that we do? Did, I mean, we underestimate him just just enough. I don't Probably. know. No, maybe. you're right. You're right. Because I would. You, yeah. you know, right. looking at him, he looks a little bit like a clown. He's got that clowny voice. You know, I wouldn't <laughs> give him all the, the high credit. High collar. He probably, Absolutely. Kev right. does a great laugh. <laughs> oh yeah. You did, a, you did it. Oh, no, come on. it's such an easy oh, one. Oh, it was please. so good. So, Rothstein calls up and says, "Yeah, I'll get Masaria away from Chip and." I would need 99% of the plan. And Nucky agrees. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, so no. So sh- short-sighted of Rothstein, because if Nucky were to take that, you know he has another plan. Nucky's exactly. not He's not going to be okay with 99% right. once this he thing comes said, through. Right, he should have right. said 25% or 50%. Like, let's become partners. Yeah. And to say 99% and, you know... The, the the what was the quote about sometimes for to catch a big rat you need big bait the quote yeah. was um yeah it was um what oh a oh, big bait uh to catch a big rat but i like to say also mm-hmm. rostin should have known that was a setup because there was no negotiation he said flat out 99 percent is what i require and nucky says yes come on you're right, right. if I that know. was a legitimate you know okay let's really make a deal that would have been back okay the, on, for the a only cre- the only the only out i'll give the writers okay. is the fact that you know Nucky is dirty, sweaty. He's he's literally smoking well, he's half cigarettes like a hobo, mm-hmm. and he's in some lumber yard. Yeah, sure. He's so desperate. so maybe you know Rothstein's perception is getting the info that he received from Doyle yes. is that he's so far in his knees yeah. that he can't negotiate back against the wall. Yeah, sure, I'll buy that. I'll buy it. So, I'll buy it. Yeah. But again, yeah, buy you know, given his lifestyle, when he comes out of this whole thing that he's going through, mm-hmm. he's not going to be okay with ninety nine percent, and it's going to bring some sort of war. After this entire thing, when Nucky it doesn't was, want that ninety nine percent anymore, when it, he's back to his, normal. it was really greedy and, of of Rothstein. Right. And by the way, we know the way Rothstein later in his life ends up perishing, mm-hmm. which is a big poker debt. Which is what right. that's just greed, and it's just it's just overreaching. Yes. So really, it sticks mm-hmm. with his character to ask for that. For sure. Um, so, go ahead. No one of one of the quotes in this, and I think um mess i can't say his name right now messeri said it uh it was everybody dies not everyone keeps their promises mm. which i felt like also t- was was examined by every character tonight and with nucky he does keep his promise yeah. in in that 99% deal which i which i thought was really interesting nucky kept his promise he yes. totally why? kept it was it? because he... rosty was the owner and that's why when they got indicted right. rosty right. and them right. went down you're 
right. you kept this promise. You're right, yeah. genius. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> you know, you know, it was interesting backing up a little bit when when Lucky was the, the these police were roughing up Lucky. They said no one's going to remember you. And I thought, oh yes, they are. Yeah, and he's going to, you know, and, and and of course that's the irony is that he becomes one of the most famous gangsters of the of the 20th century. So of yeah. course they remember him. Yeah. So it's just funny to 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 see that. Um, before we get into which I just was we were waiting all season for. <laughs> um, you guys, please keep going to iTunes to rate and comment. Say goodbye yeah. to us. Wish us well for next year. Mm-hmm. You guys have been fantastic. Uh, it's it's really helped us a lot, I think, as, as this has gone on. Yeah. Also, our YouTube fans have been great mm-hmm. as well, yes. and our numbers keep going up. Um, you know, we, we get, like, astronomical numbers on iTunes. YouTube, you know, has been a, mm-hmm. a work in progress, but... It's really, really cool. Uh, we got something from the UK. It says, "As soon as I watch Boardwalk, I put your your podcast straight on." We're two ep- we're two episodes behind you over here. Just want to let you know you know you guys are doing a great job, Tariq from the UK. Aww. This is kind of interesting. Uh, and I don't know I probably have some other ones, but you know what? I'm going to save them. I think I'm going to save them for catches of the week. I want okay, we get. Cool. I do want to do a quick shout out Go, to please. one of. Um, Mike Angelo 77 on Twitter um, he pointed out uh, a lot of people did point out the poem and why it was uh, I'm going to get into the poem on the catches of the week right and he sent me the link to the poem before he saw that you know and yeah we got a lot of fans that sent me the poem and in fact the poem is so the Rudyard Kipling poem from Two Impostors last episode Mm -hmm. I I actually sent it out to people in my company because I, I just it was so poignant yeah you know I think just to all of us in life but we'll get into it in catches of the week anyway okay you guys Richard, (laughs) how amazing was that Richard's tear? You know, so so we see Maseretti's people all flee. His 31 guys flee, and it's just Jip and his boys. And sure enough, marching through the place after Jip injects Jillian, Mm -hmm. these people flee, and marches... Richard, our, man our hero, on and when he walks in, there's a big bang of a gun. It's just the instant, like his foot hits the ground, it's just bang of him shooting a gun, and it was such a great entrance for him. It was just literally starting with a bang, and just methodically going through <laughs> and picking them off one by one by one. And, and I, I lost count at some point, but yeah. they kept they kept coming. And he kept taking them down, and it, it was such patience. The Richard video game or something. It was a video game. I was, was just going to say, was. it was like a video game. It was a yeah. video game. And even the, you know, there was the, the hallway with the red lights. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, my God, the red lights. I know. I hope that's just evil. I hope that's not a precursor that Richard's going to yeah. die. Please don't make okay. this happen. And the he struggles with that's one brutal. guy in the hallway. And thank God, boom. Blows his face off. I know that tension was killing. You know, Richard was so thorough in taking everyone out. Do you think that he walked by Jillian where she was, passed out, and let her and let her go, or you know, and and by, bypass at her at the end of it? You mean? Yeah. yeah. After it was all said and done. Yes. No, I think his mission was to get moment. Tommy out safely. Mm-hmm. Right. That was all he he That's was right. a typical soldier, so methodical. Why he is so gangster is he went in with those guns. He had his plan, and I got to get Tommy to safety, and he did. He's the I I feel like he's the only male hero on the show. Yes, I feel like the rest of the guys are reluctant heroes, which are like oh, or anti heroes. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. like okay, be, nobody else will save you, so I will. But but Richard is an actual hero. He is. He is. Right, because we see his selfless behavior after he drops Tommy off mm-hmm. to Ju- Julia's. And by the way, what mm-hmm. about a, a great arc of? of Pops-in-law mm-hmm. to say, you know, Julia yeah. just doesn't know what to do. She sees the blood. She, she's asking all these questions. Typical mm-hmm. of you girls. But asking all these crazy questions where, at time of... No, when things get crazy, only Ebony would hold it down. You guys would be I wouldn't ask any you're questions. Right. I'd be like... My lawyer would know what to do. You guys, like Maria, yeah. like, what happened? Oh my God. Yeah. But, the fa- the but it was great. The father came out and he was, the father came out and he was great. And he said, keep the lights off, take the boy and put him up in Fred's room, right. which is which a great, awesome. which is really Huge. tying up that story yeah. in, a, in, a, in a bow, yeah. which is I lost my son. I have this boy, but now I'm getting a new son. Yeah. And, and Richard brought, I could get the chills even thinking, but he saved Tommy's life and he brought about healing to that whole family, that family. Mm-hmm. in that moment. And he said, soldier, don't bring the blood home. And it shows that. He's like, I, I accept you. Come on. And then Richard says, 
no. Mm-hmm. He's going back and up. He's, yeah. And he, the father even says, when you come home. When you come home. Yeah. Yep. Don't bring it. it. I know. And then and then Richard is, you know, basically says, no, I'm, that's it. I'm a soldier. That's who I am. That's mm-hmm. what I am the rest of my life. As much as I want to mm-hmm. stay here, it's just not my or lot. be within this house. I mean, I, right. like, let's hope it's, st- let's hope he goes with Nucky because we do not want to lose Richard Harrow on this show. No. no. So, but he has made his commitment like that's it. You know, I tried. I tried being human. Yeah. I had my dance at the Legion Hall. <laughs> it didn't Hall, go right. And you know what? <laughs> Sometimes right. I know what he feels like. <laughs> yeah. Because I work, you know, even working so hard in this business, you know, it's it's really hard. You just, yeah. sometimes you have to decide what you're going to be. It's really hard. Well, right. yeah. and by the way, go That's back true. to what Jimmy said. You can't be a half gangster. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. 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 And he's not even a gangster. He's just a warrior. Yes, he's a warrior. He's a warrior. Because, yeah, he's not doing this for anyone else's greater good. It's it or for, you know, the good of the alcohol or anything. He's mm-hmm. doing this out of. Principle. Conviction and principle, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. that's it. And so if that's not mm-hmm. amazing enough, you know, I, I would have been fine with Masseria's guys going back to Masseria mm-hmm. and going to work in New York and being away from us. But no, not good enough. No. Chalky and Capone. Sh- Annihilate. Annihilate. You call words. You hear them all like whining. They just yeah. blow them all away. Yeah. yeah. And the great moment between Chalky and Capone. Capone. Yeah. Like, yeah, I needed that. Yeah, I yeah, needed that too. too. I need to get that out of my society. <laughs> do you think that's real? Is that? Do, I mean, I, I wonder A about that. A real moment that. in history? Like, just, just in general, like, does it, it, it's just the tension was building up so much they just needed to get it's it out. It's almost like an oh. orgasm or something. Oh, yeah. oh that part? <laughs> like, yes. like, I don't know. I don't have a lot of testosterone. No, I don't, you, I don't, you, you, I don't wait, like... Wait. Bethany, I don't. Bethany, <laughs> what? You do not have a lot of testosterone. You are you kidding me? You cringe every single like. <laughs> I know. I have like no. I have like, no like, testosterone. You turn, you turn your head. No, everything. I, I was saying I don't have. I don't have right. a lot. Yeah. yeah. So no, ab- this is like if for a guy, absolutely. <laughs> he got. They got their rocks off. Just oh having yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. And yes. and you know what? They both. You know, Capone with his little man's complex <laughs> and his his kid being deaf mm-hmm. and him having a scar on his face. And not being really educated. And then, of course, you have a lot of Chalky. Yeah. We've Black seen that at 20s, his table, yeah. you know, yeah. where he didn't feel he was educated enough. And the two of them just get to kick ass together. Mm-hmm. And they it's laugh. It's a good little punching bag. It really was a yeah. lot. All right, let's go. And then, all right, business, let's go back to Chicago, boys. We're all set, right. you know. Yeah. And, and now Capone has a nice little stake in Atlantic City. Job nice. well done. Chalky's going to get, get his, his club. club. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Just great, and Maserati, and Maserati is sent a message, right. and um, I guess before we we get well before we get to that message, let's at least we should talk about um, well actually the Fed you know stuff. What? Yeah, so Mellon and and Randolph the prosecutor get on the phone, and he says, you know, I have an illegal operation going on, and I need you to take care of it for me. Tipped off by none other than Mr. Nucky Thompson. Yeah, he was well, hilarious. She said, "So you need me to pick up Enoch Thompson, sir?" No, Mr. Thompson was the one who was kind right. enough to, <laughs> yeah. to tip me off. Mm-hmm. It is a and the guy has to because he doesn't want who does he care about right. Arnold Rothstein, richest man right. in America. And that, I love that because that's so downplayed. Mm-hmm. Ar- downplayed Arnold Rothstein, yeah. like who? he thinks he's on a high horse, but yeah. little does he know the highest guy in the country doesn't even know. And who by the are. way, completely realistic. Like right. it would be like someone in Obama's administration wouldn't know who the hell like some <laughs> right. scumbag right. from you know New York crime is. Right, but it's like yeah. Arnold. Rothstein. Yeah. Right. And we saw that earlier, yeah. right? When Nucky first approached him, like, maybe you've heard of me. Or maybe not. Or, you know? maybe, right. <laughs> like, or maybe not. Like, yeah, this guy's just on some other stuff. Which, which begs the question, for this series to go into season four, do we have to go against the feds now? I feel like we've been... Wait, wait, why are we getting into predictions? Okay, here? okay, okay, okay. Stop the well, madness. Okay, I'm I will do it. I'm having too much fun. All right. I mean, wait, Nucky took a beating for a whole season. Yeah, but This I'm is just, our comeback. I, I'm we'll just... We'll get I'm into just, it later. Okay, I'm really curious. So, again, well played. Rothstein just well banged played. hard. Oh, yes. my God. Yeah. Welcome to it, buddy. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the real world. <laughs> and then you've got... You know, Jillian, this was a little sad. So it seems like she's going to live. Yes. We see yes. her in the hallway when, when Nucky goes so. to kind of clean up the mess. And it got sad because she started talking as if she was 14 again and it, as if Nucky 
going back to the time Nucky sent her to go service the Commodore. Yeah, mm-hmm. you always revert back to what you know the most. And in her case, she knew being raped as a child the most, just as Kessler knew German the most. You yes. know, they both reverted oh. back right. as he did in that last episode when he was injured. Very That's good. good. And I went upstairs, like you said, too. You know, she said, and uh, you could see his face. He's just. And you see that little girl in her, too, that injured, aching, tender person. She actually is. She's just so ruined from that moment. I think think it's a foreshadowing that she knows who the boss is now Mm. with Nucky. I think it's like. Nucky's back. I think everything. Yeah. And I think it's like, okay, I've experienced all the other. Like, I had the Commodore as a boss. I had Jip as a boss. Like, I, mm-hmm. you know what? You are. I get it. I get where where, where you came from. And, and much in the way it seems like Nucky is, ends up being with Margaret, she, I think, is going to be the same way. She's tired because she's on a heroin high. Mm-hmm. But it'll be interesting now because she's not going to have Tommy. You know, will she even... Be- she's going to be weakened. She's, she's not going to have, have to do what let's they, talk, exactly what we, people you know want what, her when to. When we go to predictions, you guys, let's, we'll go over, like, person okay. to person. And yeah. we're good with time, right, Marissa, in here? Mm-hmm. So... Need to say moving on to to Jip, and we knew one person survived in the closet. It was great, you know. We see this guy in there; he makes a little noise, and we don't really have any um, interaction with him, mm-hmm. as far as we know. We just see Jip on the beach with two of his henchmen, and up the guy from the closet comes and says, "Yeah, some guy in a mask <laughs> kills all of us," and they're having, you know, like, "Wow." And again, though, too, it's like they made fun of him mm-hmm. when they first saw him, and, and he just took out everyone you know, and they're still like kind of making fun of him. Still kind like, of like, what's the guy? The, just what's again, the dude in the and, mask? you know, to yeah. me, and to no me, respect. and to me, it ju- right, no respect, and to me, it just says that all you can do with a guy, Jip, is shoot him. Right. <laughs> no, <laughs> really, down. they're but never he's like gonna a, get a, out. absolute wild dog. You have to put That's him down. All you can do. Yeah. He cannot and be by trained. By the way, and right, and doesn't that speak to the leash around the neck, the mm-hmm. collar that we've seen, yeah. the little dog he has at the beginning? He just, well, even worse, he just has to be killed. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, it's, just, it's incorrigible. And you see, he's like, we'll go out west. <laughs> we'll start over just again. And by the way, he would have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, back then, like, you could have gone out west. They wouldn't have hunted you down. There's not the down. internet. Mm-hmm. Right. There's none of that stuff. The yeah. communications aren't what they are today. He would and you know he would have got started right back over mm-hmm. again. But no, Nucky's not smart enough to say, no, that's not happening. Right. That's not happening. And uh, he's singing the goo the goo goo googly eyes and uh, Barney Google Barney Google and you it was it yeah I looked it up and it was a comic strip from 1919 and then in 1923 it was uh, a, a song with lyrics by Billy Rose and so it was just something popular at the time if you if you see the the comic strip it does look a little bit like Nucky kind mm. of like mm. the 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 dapper goofball right. with like, the big eyes and the the tie and you, you, yeah. it, it would be familiar yeah. It seemed, I wasn't sure. It seemed like he was making fun of Nucky. Then I wasn't sure he was making fun of Rothstein. But um, it was probably Nucky, now that you think of it. And, and, yeah. and he did a nice uh, Buscemi impersonation. I thought he did, too. Yeah, I thought that, too. At I first. was surprised. Yeah, over. I was curious. I was like, I wonder if he just like went over to Buscemi's trailer and was like, hey, do this for me real quick, and watched it. I, but those are the a- actor thoughts that I have. But talk about just, a, yeah. again, a dog that had to be put down. He just mm-hmm. didn't get it. He just was just there, and, you know, this is America. I started out with nothing, so what have I lost? And, you know, he's like, killed all these it's people. It's a good rationalization. And, mm-hmm. You know, he kind of rationalized himself into wanting to move, you know, wanting I, to continue to build himself. I appreciate his his comic abilities. He can be so fiercely frightening at one moment and then the next say something such as that, which is, "Oh, it's fine. We'll just we'll just do something else." And you're like, "Wow, you're you're crazy and funny and mm-hmm. scary all at the same time." And I'm afraid to laugh at you because that's right? how right. absolutely right. crazy you are. Yeah. I am going to miss Chip. I am going to miss yeah, I have honestly. I yeah. I enjoyed him thoroughly because I found him just so unpredictable. I mean, predictable at the same time. You know, you knew something bad would happen, but mm-hmm. you just didn't know what it was going to be or when it was in the exact moment it was going to happen. So we really kept you on the edge of your seat. Yes. And I really enjoyed that. It's going to be interesting to see who, and again, this is more predictions, who next year's supervillain is going to be. Mm-hmm. But he was a great supervillain. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just happy to watch him all season. I was Me happy too. to see him get his right. as well. Right. And I loved how... He, uh, the I forget the name of the henchman. It began with a T, but it's irrelevant. Uh, uh, Titino. He, when he 
says uh, to Nucky, it's done. Tonio. He says to him, uh, Nucky. Tonino. Tonino. <laughs> there we go. And Nucky's response is, is so great because he's so, he seems, he just has it in check. Tell Masseria he can either see this as the end, you know, I'll bl- I'm willing to blame it all on Jim mm-hmm. and yeah. we can move forward or it can be the beginning and he can be next. Yeah. Yep. Tell him what he wants. And you know, Masseria would go with Nucky on that. Oh, he, ha- he has yeah, to. He has he's been, everyone's been, you know, he's all, he just, he's his he just yeah. lost 30 something of his men. Right. He's, you know, now we have Capone in Chicago and yeah, well, that was Jip's men too. Yeah. But. Okay. You're right. Oh, you're right. With some of the other men he lost mm-hmm. originally. Yeah, he lost 43 of his guys. Yeah. So you bet your ass, that's a gracious deal. But that's what I like about Nucky mm-hmm. is that he's not so crazy to say, we got to keep going mm-hmm. until we take this guy out. No, we can all now go back to business. You can have your business in New York. I'm going to have mine in Atlantic City. But we're... we're and Nucky talked about that with Eli earlier at the, in the truck scene. You know, he talked about maybe that's where we went wrong, always wanting more. Right. right, you know, and I think that's one of the biggest lessons Nucky learned this whole uh, series is is trying to ter- curb that appetite for always wanting more. wanting more. And I think he saw it wasn't so bad not having more because he got to connect with Kessler a little bit, and he yeah. got to connect with Chalky and the people who really cared about him, who knew right. his phone number, versus right, that. and his brother. Right. Yeah. So I don't think he needs to be the politician anymore. You know, I don't think he needs all of that mentally to fulfill him. I'm so satisfied with that arc because I felt very angry with Nucky at the mm-hmm. beginning of this series because yeah. he was such a a, a, a spacon. And and now it's just like, oh, okay. All right, you're learning. You're and he, growing. And you're, he, you're vulnerable. I like you again. And, right. he, and he says to, to speak to all of your points, he says that to Eli from now on. Right, it's only yeah. people we can trust. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't want anyone to know my name. Only people that are already close. No to more us. being the big shot, yes. right? Like you said, the big politician. Mm-hmm. It's right. only going to be about Eli Chalky, um, yeah. the German Capone, uh, maybe. Well, he's just doing business with him, but yeah. I think, but you know, but he probably does yeah. trust him because of what they've been through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Popularity has a price, and Nucky Thompson found out the hard way. Well said. Yeah. yeah. You That's know, why I stay far away from it. And but well, you know, and before we get to, to that last scene of him, you, he does. He does. We have to talk about Margaret, right? And it, she is somewhere trying to get an abortion. She's on the fence about it. We see she bleeds. And so I had to ask, you know, you girls, because I'm an ignorant male. I'm like, okay, so what? That's it? The baby's that's, gone? That's okay. I had, to, I had to ask about the guns if, it, if, they yeah, were, so if that was like a real high. That's why we help each other. That's why we all help each other. Well, you can do spotting and stuff while you're pregnant. That happens. Yes. So but, I wasn't exactly sure. No, she's got to be done. I think she. Yeah. I think no, she I had think the, so mis- too, the abortion, I mean, and that yeah. was just some post. Oh, she did do the abortion. I think, so. I think so she did. Miscarriage? Yeah, no, no. A she, miscarriage, she wouldn't have been just walking out of there like that. Yeah. No. No, Kevin. Okay. That's why I asked. That's why I asked. Yeah. And she was in the nightgown. You yeah. know, the woman said, we'll get you a gown. Yeah. And so she was oh. wearing it. Yeah. So, Post-abortion. Okay. Yeah. And Nucky comes and says, as I predicted he would, you know what? We, bygones be bygones. Okay. Come back home. Um, I still love the kids and, and mm-hmm. this is your mm-hmm. house. And he offers her money. He says, take it anyway. You just want her to take it. Just take it, lady. Really? I do. Wow. Just go back with him. That's it. You need him. Well, she's going to. Some... I'm looking at her <laughs> face. It's <laughs> oh, really telling of who I am. All right, go ahead, Ebony. Well, no, I'm actually torn. I think she should have taken it and not went back to him, is what I think she should have done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She earned that money um, in Absolutely. a lot of other ways. Right. And just take it, and it's a parting gift, and go about your business. And like start... a pretty woman. She should yeah, have but still take the money. the money, girl. Start a new life <laughs> with, yeah. your, with your kids. Yeah. Yeah. She's just and, being all Catholic and like and, weird. And she's so money stubborn. And, she yeah. always believes so much in That's what you she Irish's. wants. I, I, you Irish. I know. I stubborn. feel like she so would have taken the money if he didn't say this. It, this is it only money. Nothing. It doesn't mean anything. I felt like that made it. it it harder to take the money. Like, of course it means something because why is everybody dead? Why have we been through this war? Right. This because money, of the money. Yeah. This money I'll be taking killed the man I wanted to run away with, essentially. He should have just left it at the door and then there wouldn't have been a problem. And she just walks. Up the she kind of walks off into the other room. Yeah. And we end with Nucky walking on the boardwalk. He takes off the red boutonniere, mm-hmm. which I think speaks to all of your points mm-hmm. about I don't want to be 
in public anymore. I don't want to be the center of attention. I want to right. be Mr. Popular. And he just, right. a great, like, um, top shot of him just walking off. And I think that keeps him people. in line with what has been said for the season, which you can't be half a gangster. And I think that Rose maybe makes him a little too human. It gives him a little too much. Maybe. I want to say the Rose is the opposite. It's almost like the showpiece, you know, like like the the the, the dazzle. The like, car- right, but he's... Yeah. Carnation. Is I think he's lost. Sorry, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think by losing oh, the Rose, yeah. he's lost. Carnation. Or the Carnation. No, it's only because our fans will kill right. us. Right, like, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Right. I just see red yeah. and I think Rose. Right. We lost the carnation, which I know a lot of people don't like carnations. They're terrible. Yeah, a lot of people don't like oh, carnations. Sorry. Why don't are they terrible? Because they're cheap. Yeah. Someone sent yeah. Madonna carnations. <laughs> but by the way, but by the way, them. it's interesting you say that that they're cheap. No, but they are cheap because right. it probably is a cheap symbol even to Nucky. Yeah, it's, right. It's yeah. like he's a paper champion. It's, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. really it's a throwaway. Yeah. Right. A carnation is not a beloved flower. Right. But I I also see though him like him getting rid of the flower. He's losing. I think he's losing a piece of his humanity a little bit. But he wants to. He wa- I think he's hardened through this whole experience. Mm-hmm. Even though he's gotten closer with certain people, he's lost that. Um, I don't know. It's almost like your loss of innocence in a way. Obviously, he's not innocent in any way. But it's like he's but shedding. It, but that. it is red, and if you sh- you know red in filmmaking is usually blood. It's uh, martyrdom. It's it it, it, it it's yeah. the devil. It's Satan. Yeah. So I'm I'm I being offset by the idea that it's a flower because flowers are so delicate. It's, it's like I'm cheap, losing but that. But a cheap carnation. To yeah. me, and to me, it's like it it. I just think it was this. He didn't have a cheap suit, but it was a guy. It was this kind of almost like vaudeville act, or 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 That's or, or, or medicine salesman, yeah, you know, yeah, from yeah, back then. Yeah, you know, like yeah. what what were those guys cheap. who were, you know, who would would you know s- sell like uh, um, um, a charlatan, right? You know, it was yeah. that kind of guy from that time, and water would shoot. And out I of feel the like he's yeah. he's shedding that mm-hmm. to become much more of a of. A, much more instead of being a sideshow act, I think mm-hmm. he's just going to be much, much more serious, much more focused. I right, think it's yeah. about his inner circle. That's essentially what I'm trying and to say. And it's like we're not here now yeah, to put on a big show anymore. Right. Where like that's mm-hmm. it. I'm going to fade into the crowd. We're going to make money and we're going to take care of our own inner right. circle and f everybody else. Right. I think that's kind of what he. No, which ties in so well. It really bookends it because the beginning does start off like a Broadway show, and by the mm-hmm. end. Somebody asks him his name, and he's like, "Show's over, folks. Mm-hmm. None, and no, it, no and, more." And he right. does it, and it almost like even the mm-hmm. shot he walks off. The way he yeah. walks off, yeah. you could see it on a Broadway stage where sure. they would shut the lights off, and it'd be like the right. spotlight would go out. Yeah, right. Well, I bought we, it. Yeah. We saw this too with his relationship with <laughs> Billy, right? Wanting to be, you know, front and center at the shows, just wanting to yes. be publicized, you know. Mm-hmm. And I love that he's come full circle from that. Um, and and it just wants to be authentic and genuine. And by the way, I probably am the only one that felt this way, but I thought it was very sexy to see Enoch dressed down and, you know, rolling yeah. up his sleeves, yeah. getting dirty, hair out of place. Yeah. It was the most tender and genuine we've seen him since mm-hmm. season one. Yeah, and, definitely. And, and I thought it was very telling visually to see I did. That. And I go, mm-hmm. we go back to that point, and even when he was he was having a hard time fixing the car and the brother laughed, it was cute. It was just yeah. a, it was a real great just moment. And, you know, speaking of just great direction, uh, and I just I, f- I want to say, give another shout out to Tim Van Patten because the hug. Did you guys notice the hug between Richard and Tommy? Yes, at the end? through the window. Through a tiny yeah. window that's blurry. Blurry. Yeah. Uh, and I think he maybe had a blood. spatter of blood on it. Had it had blood. Yeah, it did. And so you barely see that. their images hugging, but yet you still know they're hugging. And like, yeah. what a just a great director rather than just get the clean shot of a clear shot of them right. hugging. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, also, just, I had to give a shout out to that because like, wow. I also like the shot of Jip. It, well, I don't know how it wasn't as monumental as that, but Jip talking to Jillian, to Jillian yes. and the camera just yeah. down, down on, on Jillian. Jillian and showing just him as just scary as a um, as a as a um, a predator. Yep. Which of course you know she's had her whole life, him looming over her. A- absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to, I think at this point. Probably catches of the week, and wait. The AfterBuzz TV. Oh wait, can I point out? No way, you just blew Rich's. That was our first catch of the week drop. Oh my god. I will do it again. I know. Marissa's upset. Now you made Marissa mad. All right, do it in like thirty seconds. You ruined it. I I really liked how they had Jip disheveled when he did die because he took his appearance so Mm. seriously. You know, 
Jillian mentioned that when they were in the bedroom and then he's standing on the beach and his shirt is open. He's, you know, he's got the wife beater on. He's no longer him. And I just like that he died like that, that he didn't die in this press suit Mm -hmm. that would show dignity. You know, maybe they all return back to what they... What they really are. What they really are. So Nucky, you know, did in a sense. Richard did. He did. Right. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. I just like that they did that. That he didn't die, like, yeah. respectable I looking. Agree. I like that too. Yeah, no, he was, he was backed against the exposed. wall. Exposed. His die. hair. He was and it was, exposed. it was good to die on the beach where he began it all, where he shot that poor guy. Right. Yep. You know, Ooh. for no reason. You know, and I, where he was peeing, I thought, that's probably right where that guy's head was. It was like in the position on the beach. That's what I just kept thinking. It was like he was disrespecting that again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With the goo goo googly eyes. Oh, okay, Let, Marissa, let's go to catches of the week. The AfterBuzz TV catch of the week. Okay, see. It should be plural, right? Catches. Yes, it should be catches of the week. Uh oh. Sorry, right. Richard. Marissa, you're gonna talk to Rich Wentworth for us. <laughs> let him know. He's gonna kill um, me. <laughs> okay, so we talked about the Rudyard Kipling po- poem. I'm gonna read a piece of it again. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you. But make allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being lied about, don't deal in lies. Or being hated, don't give way to hating. And yet, don't look too good nor talk too wise. And and when he was speaking in German, um, Kessler, this is what, this is the po- what, what he was saying. It was tra- our fans translated it. Right. It was the poem. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, basically it's even in life when just all these missiles are coming at you and it's, you, you know, keeping your head and keeping humility and not not buying into it, not not like Jip bought into it. I'm bigger than you, Master Reddy. You know he did. He you know uh, he, yeah. even Rothstein. It's mm-hmm. true. I, oh, I, oh, I can take ninety nine percent. I can really. You know, yeah. it's just it's mm-hmm. about not overreaching. It's about keeping that balance, mm-hmm. and it's a great poem, and I love it's it. And I thanks all our fans for making the translation for us. Um, also, a shout out which we didn't do to Michael, the actor Michael Stu. Stu, I think it's a. It's called Michael Stalbarg. He plays Rothstein. Oh, oh! But he was great in Lincoln. Did anyone see Lincoln? I haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. He was great in Lincoln, and and from um, uh, our own Michelle in New York, what a quivery chin, milk for guts performance! Such a contrast to the imperpetuable cool of Rothstein. The man is a gem. Also exhibited in Men in Black Three, but no need to go into that. (laughs) I actually saw Men in Black Three, so I know what she's (laughs) talking about. And uh, (laughs) imperturbable. Is they, see, I love how our fans are smarter than us. That's why, thank God, we have them. Mm-hmm. Imperturbable. Have you ever heard that? I don't know. Have any reason no. with your education? Uh, uh, no? no. Wow. We're all stunned. Wow, we are lame. Marissa, you have a high IQ. Nothing? Okay. Imperturbable. I-M-P-E-R-T-U-R-B-A-B-L-E. We're lame. Okay. You can Google okay. it. But no, but that's why we have our fans, and we thank you. Uh, okay, Jillian, find Richard the way she did may have been so she could operate from outside of the house to save her, her grandson in the business. So mm-hmm. obviously we see that that wasn't going to be the case. Mm-hmm. Saying that Jip wanted him out in such a public and humiliating way was intended to raise anger in him and directed at Jip. While looking through Richard's personal stuff, she may have learned when an accomplished assassin he wasn't figured out a way to sniper. That figure out uh, that he'd be a great sniper and be able to take care of matters from afar. But uh, I didn't. Yeah. Believe that. But Thomas from Pittsburgh usually on the money, but no, not this time. Mm-hmm. I don't think she had that planned. I don't think she knew Richard was coming back. No, that's why she took matters into her own hands. Right. right. Yeah. Now, from uh, from the uh, Boardwalk Empire Afterbus TV MVP Michael August, the book Ragged Dick. Remember the, the yes that he was reading. It's about a young shoe polisher's rise to middle class respectability in 19th century New York City. Okay. He has a strict code of ethics and will not steal under any circumstances. He gets ahead by his good virtue, namely with the assistance of people who respect his values. He builds wealth by being frugal and is taught how to read and write by his roommate. In essence, a rags to riches tale with major theme of gaining respect. So, relating to Boardwalk, Nucky earned his wealth and respectability while Jip, Jip believes in just taking what he wants and doing as he pleases. And to go further, Chalky is helping Nucky because he respects him and has been treated well by him. This also ties into themes throughout the season regarding good hygiene mm-hmm. and proper speaking. I saw some symbolism in Richard holding the key and the sand from the beach falling out of his pocket. To me... That represents his chance at a life with Julia. And how cool was that scene when, a comp- when Capone comes to join the war? Even cooler is the fact that the name Alphonse means ready for battle. Mm-hmm. Ah. As for the Magadino reference, the Buffalo crime family was also known as the Magadino crime family and gained power through bootlegging, 
bootlegging at the time of Prohibition. And coming down the road is uh, the Castellamaris War of 1930-31, to which namely had Joe Masseria as an enemy. Look to be planting some roots here for future season of Boardwalk Empire, namely the events leading to Masseria's demise and the Muppet Baby's ascension. And then, uh, over in our after blog uh, for Two Imposters, pretty cool. Uh, and by the way, Two Imposters, we I, we were all wondering about what the title was from. It was actually from the Kipper, uh, the Roger Kipling poem, Had I Kept Reading It. Right, okay. They mentioned Two Imposters. Uh, and, the, and, and to be aware of both imposters, right? It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's basically being aware of there's two different side two different sides to you and 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 not and being being humble enough to i don't know know when things are bad but know when things are good and mm-hmm. and anyway know that they both can be imposters right is it was it something like Essentially. that about anyway i'm not i'm not any good at translating you know do yourselves a favor look the, i didn't want to read the whole poem but look the whole poem up it's a beautiful poem and it's mm-hmm. it, it's actually great for it's right life. on our youtube page is it yeah. i think so i think great. the whole thing's up there. great for life and yeah. living Okay, so from Jason, I just want to take a little excerpt from uh, Jason Scomata's After Blog, which you can find on our website, afterbusttv.com backslash after blog. And you can click on uh, Boardwalk Empire, Jason Scomata. And a great quote here, the show presents an ethos so rich we are compelled to draw parallels to ancient myth, modern politics, the fall of Rome, the plot lines of fairy tales, and the gangster ethics of big business. But watching Two Imposters, the latest and most widely entertaining episode thus far, I was reminded that this is a noir crime story at its core, a saga of bad men with guns taking towns by force, setting fortresses aflame, and conducting shady business in alleyways and brothels and shotgun shacks on the edge of town. And he goes on and on for like a, mm-hmm. I don't know, another few pages. Really, really good and really great insight. So we ask you to keep checking that out and to leave him comments as well. And I guess, do we have any news and gossip or do we go to predictions? No, predictions. I, Wait. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Kristen, you're it's killing not, us. It's not that big of a deal. What I just, it? um, it, it's just being right. TV news. Uh, news being broken uh, that uh, Bobby Cannavale is dating Rose Byrne, the act- oh. Australian actress. And they've been seen out and about and canoodling. All right, here I'm bad. Bobby Cannavale, who's that? Yeah, that he, that's who plays Chip. Chip. Is that Chip? Uh, Chip I know you him. guys are on them because you're. Yeah, I'm a guy. So it's all right. I, I actually just. I don't know who Rose Byrne is. That I know Rose Byrne. She's pretty. She's, yeah, she's um, pretty. Bridesmaids. Right? Yeah. Bridesmaids. Oh, oh she's awesome. Yeah. 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 I was well, so jealous of her. Well, best of luck to them <laughs> in their relationship. Well, the reason I, you know, like you said, we're girls. I do have, I have a, now I have a mini crush on Bobby Cannavale. All right, great. And in I a do. year and a half, we'll see if, when we're back doing this show, we'll see if they're still together. Well, uh, Ashley Simpson and uh, what, the guy that plays uh, Lucky Luciano, they're still together they're after still two together. years. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so my crazy uh, Big Man News Net segment. All right. <laughs> That's it. All right. Good. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Oh, boy. Predictions. You know this is what we'll do? Let's go over name by name, and we'll just go around the board. Okay. Okay, so Rothstein. Comeuppance. Yeah, if indicted, he'll do some time, come out with a chip on his shoulder. Really? I mean, he's he's supposed to live for a while, isn't he? He's, he lives, he's, he's I think got he some more time. So, I think he uh, he does live. So, I think the late twenties. Yeah. Um, so you know it, it, it just depends on when the show will. That you know, will, that's the big prediction, which I guess right. none of us can answer. Will yeah. we pick back up oh. where we left off, or will they cut Fast ahead forward. to nineteen twenty six or twenty seven? Okay. So. That's my guess. They'll, your guess is they're going to cut ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Ebony? I agree. They're going to. I cut think ahead. they know they might not have the most time in the world. Right. Yes. I think it would be. Best for dramatic effect to go to the end of prohibition because we've spent three Ooh. years. We've spent three years in prohibition. I think so that's it's like too really, fast. I think it's too fast. It's just so. Because then so the prohibition is what thirty three. Yeah, it was thirteen. So, yeah, it was thirteen. Yeah, I think that's too far. But because so mm-hmm. much crazy stuff happens in twenty nine, you have the St. Valentine's massacre. I mean, there's like, okay, but I which think, has to do with O'Banion, by the way, which right. actually came about by O'Banion's. So murder. I would say I think so. the overall prediction is that yeah, we're gonna go three or four years ahead. Me too. We're 23 now, so probably, I, I would think. I, I would think. 26, um, yeah. Jillian. I, she'll get sober. Yeah. She'll come down off of her high. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe she just goes back to what she knows best and just tries to find somebody else to help take care of her. 
I think she was meant to die in this episode. I really do. Mm. But and... I think they I think they love her so much mm. and the fans love her so much. They did us a favor and kept her alive. So thank you, Terrence Winters. Thank you. Mm. For for keeping her alive. So I have I have no idea where they're going to go with her. Krista. I think she's going to be pretty submissive to Nucky and I think she could maybe come in handy with Nucky if they get back in I think good so, graces. She, yeah, she can be quite, uh, if used properly, she can be quite a soldier. Okay, exactly. Richard. Bethany, start with you. Oh, God, I have, I have no idea. Richard, I, I mean, he's going to have to start working for Nucky or Capone, but he's he's going to, to, to soldier on. I think he starts working with Nucky, but not mm-hmm. in the same way that other people have worked for Nucky. I think he'll have a little more autonomy mm-hmm. in his relationship. Does Nucky know Richard well enough to let him in? Because he, d- he Richard- does, yes, because they he did. Remember, yeah. they had that nice exchange, and he didn't. Oh, yeah. And he didn't take Jimmy's death personally enough mm-hmm. to come back and kill mm-hmm. Nucky and his right, family. Right. So, and Nucky, I think, has a has a soft heart for for people like that. Yeah. I it, want, yeah. Where do you think Richard was walking off to when he was going to continue on? I think he's going, it just, I, I think it's just a uh, lone soldier. Right. Yeah. It just was more symbolic. A lone soldier. Right, mm-hmm. right. I assume yeah. he was under the boardwalk. Do you know what I mean? Like, like Going back to the to, freaks and the misfits, right. yeah. you, know, you know, on the uh, thing. I think, yeah. yeah, I think it's, I think it's working for Nucky and Mike August. I think it was... I think it was Rothstein, maybe, who's, who was taken out really in history. And God, this sucks because mm-hmm. our fans are going to get so mad. But it might have been Rothstein or Masseria. I think it's Rothstein who's actually taken out with um, a bullet from an army rifle of mm. some kind. Yeah. And it could very well... well wait, I think, that, I think that was Bugsy Siegel. Was it Siegel? That's right. Siegel. Thank you. Yeah. It was Siegel. Yeah. So, and so, so who knows if that's not what mm. we do with Richard? When I can't wait to see the season where he fixes the World Series. Oh right. Oh right. That's gonna be awesome, right? Right. Yeah. That, well, wait. That didn't that already happen? Did it already happen? I think oh, already, I think it already did. It already, no, it already happened. happened. It started oh, man. in 1919. It, it, it started. Sorry, out. sorry, oh, guys. We're gonna get My, I know. I'm. That's you guys it. Are it's really over. Sorry. We're, we're I'm just, dead. We're just fans. We just really like the oh, show. I just leave got a, really excited. Leave us alone. <laughs> um, okay, it'll be all right. Maybe you're right. You never know. 1919. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, it right. already happened. All right. Next so no, oh, wow. he's got bigger. He's got bigger problems <laughs> that are coming his way. Um, we will continue to see the rise of Meyer and. And Lucky. Lucky. Mm-hmm. With Meyer, I think, being more at the forefront because I think Lucky's shown himself to be pretty irresponsible this season. He's a oh, bit yeah. of a wild yep. goose, a wild cannon. Yep. And then also, you know, with Rothstein's waning power, we'll probably see Meyer rise up. We'll also see, I'm sure we're going to see Bugsy Siegel. Yeah. yeah. I can't wait to see him. He, I think, you know, I mean, someone like him, we need him now that Jip's gone. Bugsy Siegel was known to be erratic and kind of kind of cuckoo. So it'd be nice to have his personality. And I'm trying to think, well, uh, Margaret. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what she plans on doing. I think they're going to get back together. Yep. It's like a crazy yeah. narcissist codependent relationship. Yep. They're bound to. It would be it would be, it would be really cards. weird if they didn't. I think that's what makes sense. Yeah. 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 She doesn't have any other cards to play, I don't think, yeah. at this point. No. Eli and Naki obviously working together. Mm-hmm. Stronger and stronger. Stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. Chalky running the club. Yeah going to be awesome part of the army so i think we i think it's a lot of outside forces mm-hmm. that come in these next few years i think i think between chicago new york i think and, and even melon you know yeah. we don't know what's going to happen with melon the politics game i think it's going to pick up tremendously from outside forces yeah. yes. though, because that's yes. so so yeah. so you'll see chalky and, and this like core group kind of work together yeah. now yeah i mean how much longer can yeah they, there be warring factions between the the tribes so to speak so yeah i think the feds and the politics yes. are, are really gonna just speed up in season four yes but honestly and 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 don't hate me for saying this, but I'm very content right now. Like everything's rounded out so we well. It, There's we no it. cliffhanger for okay, me but, at this point. You know so what? I'm like, ah, yeah, but they beat us up okay. enough. Yeah, but, but they beat us up enough. <laughs> and remember, these shows go away for too long. Like this is going to be gone for a year, year and a half. You know, who knows? It's never, it's never fast. We needed this a breather. You think? I think. Okay. Yeah. I hope the writers too took into consideration all the comments saying we need more chalky and we need more Van Alden. Yes. Van Alden. So Van Alden, we know it's it's probably working with Capone. Maybe like he's yeah. He, yeah. It's interesting. He got left out of the finale, 
but we'll be seeing a lot of him. Yeah. Right? We all yeah. agree with yeah. that. Yeah. So I think it's about, I think we're cutting forward a few years, and I think it's outside forces attacking New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because of what goes on in history in those late 20s with Capone's rise to power and, and all the real gang wars that take place. So I think by cutting forward and getting to that, we're going to have a... a very cool season yeah. in another three years whenever they bring it back. Now, yeah. they're, they're, they're better than some of the other networks. I, I don't mind where they go because wherever they go from this point is just going to be continued great clothing and attire. Yeah, You're right. Always. So I, I'll be visually stimulated no matter what year they go to because um, I love the 20s through the late 40s. I'm down. Okay. Well, <laughs> Bethany, where do I find you? You can find me on Twitter at, at Bethany with an IE. Very nice. Mm-hmm. And Ebony. Oh, no. You can find me at Ebony K, E-B-O-N-I underscore K. And you can find me at uh, Kristen Carney. It's pretty simple. K-R-I-S-T-E-N-C-A-R-N-E-Y. Okay. And at Marissa Movies with one S. No, you know, I actually changed it. Look you made you, a new one. Marissa. I changed it. It's Serafini TV. Serafini nice. TV. Yeah. Nice. For you, Kevin. What about Marissa TV? Was it taken? It was already taken. Damn. There were so many variations of my name that were already taken. Serafini so. TV. TV. I like it. It kind of rhymes. I like it. Yeah, Thank cute. you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been fun. You guys, this yeah. is so much amazing. We're all so bummed that we're not going to be able to watch this show together. Yeah. This is really like the show that That's I am really into, so it's hard to not have this for well, a while. We, we can watch it a, a, again on HBO Go with all the little specials and extras. Yes. We haven't done that yet. Yeah. Is that like a little too geeky? <laughs> no, nothing's geeky okay. enough. Okay, I'm down for that. It's just such good stuff. <laughs> you guys in the fans, you guys were great as fans. I thought we had um, great interaction with people all over the world yeah. on this show, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool and... Um, Oh, I don't know. So, I know. bye everybody, and I guess we'll see you in another year. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Uh, I'll be dead by then. But that you'll be what? I said I'll be dead by then. No, 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 Oh. I'm just kidding. Uh, dead by then what? I don't know. Okay. I'm weird. Uh, Talk about uh, me. I'm hot. I'm tired. All right, I am it hot, hot too. It is hot in here. It's very hot. Okay. I gotta, whoa. I'm flashing people. I'm sweating. <laughs> Take From us out, Marissa. Com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Bye. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 